It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up on Locked On Bearcats, the University of Cincinnati Board of Trustees has officially approved Luke Fickle's contract extension here with both he and Director of Athletics John Cunningham had to say. Plus, is Cincinnati Bearcats football the new Cincinnati Bearcats men's basketball? And Bob Huggins is a finalist for the Basketball Hall of Fame. That's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Bearcats. You are Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Alex Frank here with you. Took a little water there. Just got back from a nice run here in Macon, Georgia, on the campus of Mercer University. Um, so much to get to on today's show. There is no title sponsor for today's show. That's what there might be. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, the University of Cincinnati Board of Trustees, as I mentioned, they've officially approved Luke Fickle's contract extension through 2028. Both Luke Fickle and Director of Athletics um, John Cunningham issued statements regarding the contract extension. Uh, John Cunningham spoke first, saying, and quote, completing the contract extension for Coach Fickle was a top priority for our athletic department and university and shows our commitment to growing this football program and taking it to the next level. We believe we have the best coach in the country and certainly the best leader for our Cincinnati football program. He has proven that day in and day out by building a culture that consistently wins and breaks records, but most importantly develops men of great character, setting them up to succeed in life. I can't thank President Neville Pinto enough for his leadership and work on getting this contract completed. We share Coach Fickle's vision to grow the program. This new contract ensures that we are united and committed to enhancing our university and continuing to impact the lives of student-athletes, core missions of our athletic department. This is also a major step towards making sure we will be day one ready and prepared to compete for championships when we join the Big 12 Conference, end quote. Luke Fickle today said, end quote, I appreciate the support of the leadership at the university of Cincinnati, including Director of Athletics John Cunningham and President Neville Pinto, as well as the Board of Trustees, our fans, and our whole university and Cincinnati community. John and President Pinto share my vision for how we want to grow this program and take it to the next level, and that's by investing in people, not just the head coach, and providing the necessary resources to prepare student-athletes to be at their best on and off the field. I'm truly honored to be the head coach of the University of Cincinnati and excited to keep working with our phenomenal student-athletes and administration to continue to develop our program. Now it's time to get to work, end quote. Great statements by um, the two most powerful leaders within the University of Cincinnati. Well, I, I guess you say two of the most three, four, if you will. Uh, two of the most powerful leaders at the University of Cincinnati, which are the head coaches of every single athletic team and the director of athletics plus the, the president, Neville Pinto. So, this 
this approval from the board of trustees. I, I thought about this yesterday. I've talked a lot about Luke Fickle, but I want to give some props to John Cunningham. I think he's doing a remarkable job. I think he's absolutely killing it as athletic director. And that comes after a rocky start. John Cunningham comes in in December. Sorry, I'll take off my glasses there. I don't know why I feel like doing that, but all right. John Cunningham comes in December of 2019 and takes over for Mike Bone. And it was surprising when Mike Bone left. Cunningham comes in, talks about um, moving to you know a Power Five conference, making sure there's more um, Cincinnati gear than Buckeyes gear in Cincinnati. Everything you would want him to say, talking about you know how Nebraska, who was his boyhood team, and them winning three national championships in the '90s. And having that same vision here. Well, first hundred days go by and there's no contract extension for Luke Fickle. That comes after he almost went to Michigan State. There's no contract extension. Then the pandemic hits. Then men's soccer, the men's soccer program gets cut. And there were not a lot of, and there were some people on that team that, that did not take well to that. I remember when John Cunningham met with every one of the, each of the players via a Zoom call. Some hung up. I mean, they were ticked, to say the least, that that program had been cut. So that's the first. So that's the first hundred days plus months, first few months on the job for John Cunningham. Luke Fickle gets a contract extension in August of 2020, but it was privately funded. John Cunningham didn't have, I don't think, anything to do with that. It was privately funded. I shouldn't say John Cunningham didn't have anything to do with that, but that was privately funded. This contract extension was negotiated between Cunningham and Fickle. But before that, before that, John Cunningham had to conduct a coaching search for a program that has been this university's hallmark for the last 30 years. John Brandon, John Cunningham, the one thing he did was he put out a fire before destroyed. He put out a fire before destruction. John Cunningham sensed that every one of the players who entered the transfer portal following the basketball season last year sensed that that was a problem with John Brandon. And even though he had only been there for two years, keep in mind, John Brandon was not a Cunningham hire. And, I, and people were saying, oh, come on, you, you got to give a head coach more than two years. And I was like, no, you don't. This is a university that has been historically successful in men's basketball. Remember those stats I read to you yesterday of the last 30 years and how consistent the program had been? If you need a reminder, um, the Bearcats in the last 30 years on the basketball front, 13 times finished in the uh, – uh, 13 times were in the AP Top 25 in the preseason. They weren't, obviously, in 2020 through 2021. Uh, six times they finished in the Top 10 in the final AP Top 25. 11 times they were uh, season high AP was AP top 10. They were ranked, their season high ranking was in the top 10. Nine times they were a, a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. 12 times they won a regular season title, shared or outright, including seven straight from 96 through 2002. And then eight times they won the conference tournament. That's the last 30 years. You look at what happened, and I get it, it was a pandemic, but 
That doesn't matter. Baylor won a national championship in a pandemic. They beat undefeated Gonzaga. Other programs who have been really good um, in historically in the pandemic challenged them. They still managed to win games. Kansas managed to make the tournament. Michigan State made the tournament. North Carolina made the tournament. Michigan was a number one seed. Gonzaga was a number one seed. Creighton made the tournament. They've been good. Histor- they, they've been good the last 10, plus, 10 years. You know, if, if you are a historically great program, which Cincinnati is, you would have found a way to make the tournament, and they didn't. John Brandon didn't adapt to the pandemic. And you saw all the players who exited to the transfer portal, and you didn't know what the future held. It would have been easy to say John Brandon only got two years. Let's see what he can do. This is just a one-time thing maybe. No. It would have been easy to say that. But you just don't know what would have happened. John Cunningham sensed smoke before there was fire. He put out the fire before it destructed the program, destroyed the program. And then instead of just going out and getting a a name that's highly associated with UC basketball, Nick Van Exel, Eric Martin, Kenyon Martin, he did a wide net search and ultimately reeled in Wes Miller. We, We didn't know who Wes Miller was. We do now, of course, but we didn't know who he was. That's what made it such a great hire. John Brennan was a good hire at the time. Cincinnati ties just over the river at NKU. This, this was, you know, Wes Miller played in North Carolina under Roy Williams. He was a part of a national championship team. He had spent 10 years at UNC Greensboro, not four at NKU. 10 years at the Division I program. Took the team to the NCAA tournament two times. That's a guy that I, that's a guy I can get behind. And the fact that it, it was the result of a wide net search, not just like a reach. That's what made that hire so great. John Cunningham did that. And it changed my perception about him. He did a wide net search. And I, although the Bearcats may not be where you want them to be this year on the basketball front, 17 and 10, 7 and 7 in the conference, I think I think they're they're going to get better. I think Wes Miller is going to eventually have his team playing the way he wants them to play, and they'll be back in the tournament hopefully by the time they go to the Big 12. And this contract extension, he understands the priority of keeping Luke Fickle around for as long as possible. He saw last year USC, the rumors. He saw Notre Dame, the rumors. Ohio State, knowing if Ryan Day leaves, Luke Fickle's going to Ohio State. We don't know that for sure. But the inevitable, the inevitable and the presumptuous feeling would be that he would. But now he's under contract for six years going into the Big 12. John Cunningham has a, is starting to have an innate feel for this university, especially for the football program, which right now is its most successful program. And when your college football program is, is the most successful going into a Power 5 conference, especially that and right now, that is that is a very very good thing. It's a very good thing, and Bearcats football is becoming. I I think who what men's basketball has been for the last thirty years. I'll get to that next here on Locked On Bearcats. But first, I need to tell you about Built Bar because this is the time of year where 
you know, I've usually given up on my New Year's resolutions, um, but I'm not doing that this year. Thanks to Built Bar, because it almost feels like it's not really a resolution. I enjoy eating them. And if you haven't tried the puffs, you should. You're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a real treat and they're covered in 100 percent real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, mm. coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. Built Bars only contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar and net carbs each, and 17 grams of protein. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait, find locked on college basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Thanks again for making locked on Bearcats your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Alex Frank here with you on this Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday, excuse me, Wednesday, February 23rd of 2022. Hard to believe we're at February 23rd of 2022. Tomorrow is National Chili Day, which if you're in Cincinnati, I am sure you, you will be going to Skyline Chili, or I hope you do. I will try and celebrate that down here in Macon, Georgia. Um, So Bearcats football and you know, I touched on it in the first segment, John Cunningham, this contract extension just continues a run that he has done a lot of good things for this university. He is, you know, hired a new men's basketball coach and maybe he didn't have to, but he sensed smoke with all the players entering the transfer portal. And he, and he fired John Brandon for cause brought in Wes Miller less than a week later, you know, he, he, of course, now is the director of athletics for a university heading to a Power Five conference. He is, um, he just extended Luke Fickle, whereas Luke Fickle's previous contract extension was privately funded. This one, John Cunningham had a full say in it with the negotiations. He was, you know, a full sayer in the negotiations with, with Luke Fickle. So, three great things he's done in less than a year. Hired a new basketball head coach, been the leader of a university going to a Power 5 conference and having a full say in Luke Fickle's contract extension, being a full part of the negotiations. Those are three really good things. And football, um, which right now is this university's best sport. And I think Cincinnati can be a university that has both good football and men's basketball. It can be like Michigan. It can be like Ohio State. It can be like you name any other Power 5 program that has both good football and men's basketball. It can be like Baylor. It can be, I'm going off, off the rails here, um, Florida maybe, um, LSU maybe. It can be something like that, Alabama even. Um Football is becoming who men's basketball was for the last 30 years. Again, those numbers I read to you, 
of the accomplishments that the Bearcats men's basketball program had in the last 30 years. Football is becoming that way now. And it's not just since they've joined the American Athletic Conference. You go back to 2007, when this program won back-to-back Big East championships in 08 and 09, back-to-back again in 2011 and 2012. So they won four Big East championships in a span of five years. Sorry about that. Well, it might be an alert from the group chat. Anyway, then they win a tri-championship in 2014. They've won two straight conference championships since then. So what that so they have won they have won a they have won seven conference championships of any kind in the last 14 years. Seven conference championships in the last 14 years. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this off the top of my head. Alabama, who the Bearcats just played in the college football playoff, won a conference championship in 09, 12, 14, 15, 16. 18, 20, 21. So they've only won one more conference championship than Cincinnati has um, in the last 14 years. I think if I had to guess who has the most in that span, I would say Oklahoma. But it just shows Cincinnati is doing what Bearcats men's basketball had been doing for the last 30 years. They're winning conference championships. They're t- they're consistently near the top of the conference. They, they finished second in the AAC's Eastern Division in 2018. They won the Eastern Division back when the the conference had two divisions in 2019. They have won the previous two conference championships since the conference merged into just one conference, no divisions. And not only that, but whenever they, they take on a team, like let's say this past year they took on Temple. That game was over before the game even started. UCF, you knew they were going to win that game. If you didn't know before, you certainly knew in the first half very early on. Um, same with SMU. That was a game the Bearcats were on upset alert by some. Yeah, for after the first play, you knew it was going to be a long afternoon for SMU. The Bearcats have consistently that comment that, you know, I, I touched on from the athletic from a fan about how the Bearcats men's basketball program doesn't now scare and scar teams like they used to. That's what Bearcats football is doing. You know, when they step out on the field in a conference game, they are scaring and scarring their conference opponents. ECU stood no chance when they came here, when they've come to Cincinnati the last two times. USF, despite them giving the Bearcats problems the last three years, let's be honest, the Bearcats have been the superior team. Against inferior competition, Cincinnati has been, they have scared and scarred their opponents. They were the better team than Notre Dame. Eventually, they showed they were the better team than Indiana. Bearcats men's basketball in, you know, in the past would scare and scar opponents. In 2018, did Memphis have a chance in either one of the games they played? I, I know the conference tournament game was a, a different story, but in the regular season, hell no. The first conference game, Cincinnati blew them out by 34 points. SMU stood no chance in the two regular season games. ECU stood no chance. Um. Temple in the second game here in, uh, up in Cincinnati stood no chance. You look at all these teams that I'm mentioning who stood no chance. The Bearcats went to Tulane. That was a road game. That was a home game for Tulane. Your, Tulane was playing a top 10 team in their home uh, arena, in their home gym. And Tulane was, that game was over before it even started. 
The Bearcats used to they used to strike fear in their conference opponents. Go back to their conference USA days. Go back to when they played UAB and Charlotte and Southern Mississippi and DePaul and um, Tulane and all the other teams that were in that conference. They would strike fear into those opponents. St. Louis, those teams had no chance. More Cincinnati, you look at their conference records in Conference USA, starting in 1996. 11 and 3, 14 and 2, 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 16 and 0, 11 and 5, 14 and 2, 9 and 7 down year, then 12 and 4. Go to their AAC. Um, well, actually, I don't have those. Well, I might. Uh, recent conference records in AAC play since 2017. We go back, they were, there was a stretch from 2017. They were, I'll go to when Wichita State was there. 16 and 2, 14 and 4, 13 and 5. In 2017, they also went 16 and 2. 2016, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head what their conference record was, but um 2014, they were, I believe. I want to say anything, I don't know. Um, but anyway, those are examples from conference records in AAC play when they were at the top of the conference. 16 and 2, two straight years, 14 and 4, 13 and 5. It's just not like that. It's just not like that now. Bearcats football is that. They are striking fear into opponents. They're winning against every team they should beat. And even when they play, you know, the team that's closest to them in AAC play, they're beating them too. They beat UCF. They've beaten UCF in 2019 and 2020 when UCF still had a good team or a team that would strike fear into opponents and that averaged 500, 600 yards a game on offense. And Cincinnati took care of that. Um, against Houston last against Houston last year. That was a good Houston team. Bearcats blew them out in the conference championship game where they beat him by 15, comfortable margin. Memphis. Bearcats hung with them in 2019. Bearcats men's basketball over the years Beat all the teams you're supposed to be. They would, you know, battle against teams that were at their level or just above their level. They, they don't do that now. Bearcats football is doing that. They're beating all the teams you're supposed to beat. They're finishing towards the top of the conference. They're winning conference championships. They're going toe-to-toe with Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, that's a far cry from where this university was as a school um, two years ago. Or three, or I'm sorry, four or five years ago. Bearcats football is now the the new men's basketball. Bearcats football is what men's basketball was for the last 30 years now. And maybe men's basketball can get back. I don't know. But one prominent prominent figure from the history of men's basketball is a finalist for the Basketball Hall of Fame. And I'll touch on why he should get in, and he should already be in, next here on Lockdown Bearcats. But first, I need to tell you about betonline.net because football season might be over, but basketball's in full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. It remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball because betonline.net is your source for hockey, 
boxing and UFC odds, write the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And once again, thank you for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen of every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Alex Frank here with you on this Wednesday, February 23rd of 2022. The Bearcats are in action tonight at UCF, the first and only meeting between the Bearcats and the Knights this regular season. It is a 9 o'clock tip tonight on ESPNU. The Bearcats 17-10, and 7-7 AAC play. UCF 16-9, and 6-7 in AAC play. Or eight and seven, excuse me. Let me make sure I read that correctly. Eight and seven in AAC play. AAC tournament beginning two weeks from tomorrow in um, Fort Worth, Texas at Dickey's Arena. Should be a lot of fun. I, I am sure that Justin Williams from The Athletic will be going. Dan Horde, of course, will be going with Terry Nelson. Um, so you can catch up on all their coverage. Not sure. I wonder if Chad Brendel or any other uh, Keith Jenkins from the Cincinnati Enquirer, I'm sure, will be in attendance. I wonder if my uh, my guy James Rapine at All Bearcats is going to send himself or um, others down to the tournament. Anyway, a uh, lot of coverage from the AAC tournament. I'm sure it will be held. We'll have it all for you here on Lockdown Bearcats. Um, I'm saying all those names before me because I am, as of now, not going to the tournament. But of course, I'll be watching. Uh, anyway. Bob Huggins is a finalist for the um, men's basketball, or, or I'm sorry, the Basketball Hall of Fame in Massachusetts. And I'm surprised that Bob Huggins is not already in. Should be a Hall of Famer this year. He should already be in. 913 wins as I, as I speak to you today. 913 wins. A 759 win percentage at Cincinnati. Eight regular season titles four conference tournament titles, and then you do all that again at West Virginia where you make the Sweet 16 five times. You have 324 wins right now, and consistently West Virginia has been towards the top of the Big 12. West Virginia, since joining the Big 12, has finished second or third, one, two, three, four, five, six times, six times in a nine-year span. This year they're currently 14 and 10, three and nine in the Big 12. And even in the Big East, they finished tied for fifth their first season, made the Sweet 16. They went to the NCAA tournament every year, including the Final Four appearance in 2010. Bob Huggins has taken two programs to the Final Four. Only five head coaches, only five head coaches have more wins than Bob Huggins. Only five. They are Bob Knight, Roy Williams, Jim Calhoun, Jim Beheim, Mike Krzyzewski. Pretty and Bob Huggins is sixth. That means he is ahead. Um, Adolph Rutt, Dean Smith, Lou Olson, John Wooden, Henry Iba, Fog Allen, John Calipari, Rick Patino, Tom Izzo. And those are all coaches, by the way. Um, college basketball coaches in the Hall of Fame that have fewer wins than Bob Huggins. Ready for this? Jay Wright, Eddie Sutton, 
Lefty Drizel, Bill Self, and I mean no disrespect to these uh, men's basketball head coaches. Tom Izzo is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, John Calipari, Gary Williams, Nolan Richardson, um, Jerry Tarkanian, Rick Pitino, uh, Guy Lewis, Don Nel- uh, Don Nelson was NBA, excuse me, uh, Bob, uh, going back up, Roy Williams, um, Jim Beheim, obviously deserving, Jim Calhoun, obviously deserving, Lute Olson, Mike Krzyzewski, obviously deserving, Larry Brown, um, John Shaney, going back to when Bob Huggins started at Cincinnati, uh, Don Haskins, uh, Joe, um, Al McGuire, Bob Knight, obviously deserving. There you go. All those head coaches who don't have as many wins as Bob Huggins. I get it. Bob Huggins does not have a national championship. He's never coached in a national championship game. You want to hold that against them? Fine. I'm not. Bob Huggins has established a model of consistency that very few head coaches have, have, have they been able to establish at their schools. You look at what Bob Huggins did at the University of Cincinnati. Got there in 1990. First season had them in the NIT. That was after having not made the NCAA. Um, Cincinnati had not made the postseason prior to 1990. Looking to see when was the last time they did, did prior to that. Anyway, first year they had him in the NIT. Then they made the NCAA tournament 14 straight years. Final four in 1992. Elite eight the next year. Elite eight in 96. Consistently getting to the round of 32, so at least winning one tournament game. Consistently finishing towards the top of the conference. Dominating year in, year out. I mean, just look at some of these win totals. In Conference USA, no less. New conference, 28 and 5, 26 and 8, 27 and 6, 27 and 6, 29 and 4, 25 and 10, 31 and 4, 25 and 7, 25 and 8. Go to the Big 12 from the Big East. By the way, they won 31 games in 2010. Um, go into the Big 12, 25 and 10, 26 and 9, 28 and 9, 26 and 11, 21 and 10, 19 and 10. And you want to tell, and Bob Huggins is not already in the Hall of Fame? What more does he need to do? And look at some of the, and look at some of the, the coaches that, um, look at some of the coaches that have come from his coaching tree. Mick Cronin, um, Andy Kennedy, uh, Frank Martin, Brad Underwood. That's a pretty damn good coaching tree. And yet, Bob Huggins is not in the Hall of Fame. He's won over 300 games at two different schools. He has almost a 700 winning percentage at two different schools. What more does he need to do? Consistently towards the top of the Big 12, which arguably is the toughest conference in college basketball, and Cincinnati is going to get a taste of that when they go there? I mean, West Virginia, his first five years, they're in the NCAA tournament. They're in the Final Four. They beat Kentucky in 2010 in the Elite Eight. And that Kentucky team was damn good. 
How is he not in the Hall of Fame? He's a finalist this year. No other coach on the men's side is up for it. He should get in, and he should already be in. More on the football front um, tomorrow and throughout the week. Men's basketball as well. We'll recap the UCF game. Look ahead to Saturday night's game against USF Senior Night. I'm going to list my top 10 players Friday from the Bob Huggins era of Bearcats basketball. You will probably know one and two. You probably already do know. Think what I'm going to say one and two, but who's three through 10? You'll find out Friday. Um, Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen of every day. Now make your second listen. Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. As always, you can follow me on Twitter, as you see on the screen, at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and N-A-T-I. You can follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore and Email me at alex3frank at gmail.com. It's alex, all lowercase, the number 3frank at gmail.com. I'm Alex Frank for Lockdown Bearcats, and until I talk to you all tomorrow, have a great rest of your Wednesday. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 